everybody, and welcome back to Multiverse Monologues, the podcast show where we like to travel across the multiverses and fandoms that we love to talk about the TV shows and movies that accompany those universes. And today, once again, we are traveling back to the Marvel Cinematic Universe to talk about its latest show, Miss Marvel. Boys, it seems like we've been talking about... Uh, We've been heading over to the Marvel Universe quite a bit lately, and uh, it, I don't think it's ever going to slow down because we've got uh, stuff coming up in the future. But yeah, that, that's what this podcast is going to be about. We're going to give our thoughts on Miss Marvel, and we're going to talk about the future of the MCU as they're coming down to uh, Phase 4. And I'm sure we're going to have a lot more information to go off of this weekend as we're recording this right before San Diego Comic-Con. But uh, we, that's a podcast for another day. But uh, I say we will discuss it, and of course, I'm talking about my co-hosts, Ethan Wensloff. Ethan, how are you doing today? I'm doing great as always. Always love being in this room with you guys. You guys are just awesome. We just recorded a, a fantastic four episode that's coming out a little later, and I, I love traveling back to the MCU. But more importantly, I love traveling back to the future, and I'm Whoa. excited to talk about Miss Marvel. We got a lot of thoughts, and mine, mine, we'll, we'll see where we all come from, but either way, a, a new addition, building the lore of the MCU, I'm always here for. That's right, that's right. And we also have Mr. Micah Hett joining us, as always. Micah, how are you doing today? Well, I'm I'm doing pretty good. You know, I, I just realized that I had not said my thoughts on the Stranger Things finale and uh, gotta say it is a high school TV show there it is <laughs> yes it Thank is you. it was Thank good you. it was good I loved it um, it, it really was it but was going along with that theme this is another high school TV show and uh, I think it's safe to say we can directly compare these two mm-hmm. can you that's yeah. interesting they're for the that's same target audience uh, mm. I would uh, maybe I highly disagree with that. Uh, one. Yeah, I, I would disagree with that. But it is something we will definitely talk about when we get into it. But before we do get into it, subscribing to our YouTube channel will be greatly appreciated. We just hit 100 subscribers on there. We're very excited about that. It's a big milestone for us. So subscribing on the YouTube channel will be awesome as we continue to grow. And uh, leaving a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts would also be a great addition to do. We are growing very fast on Spotify. Uh, we just hit over 5,000 downloads, so that's not bad, not too bad, Whoa. man, not too shabby. It's certainly epic as we've got a lot of stuff coming down the road, but doing that would be pretty awesome. But anyway, boys, let's get into it. Let's open our sling rings and head over to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Maybe they're right. I spend too much time in fantasy land. What does it feel like? I always thought I wanted this kind of life. I never imagined any of this. Get them now. If you save one life, you save the world. Cosmic. Full spoilers for Miss Marvel. We are going to be going in-depth into this six-episode miniseries from Marvel. We're going to be talking all of the major spoilers that happen at uh, the very end and also what we thought of the show. So if you haven't seen it or you haven't finished it, turn off and come back when you have. But anyway, boys, let's get into it. I want to start with Micah first and see what you thought of this show because I know I definitely have my thoughts. But before we do, Ethan's got a summary for us of Miss Marvel. Yes, Miss Marvel on Disney Plus. It's our mo- most recent Disney Plus series, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best with the name pronunciation on these on these names. They're a little little hard to pronounce if if you ask me, of course. But I mean, direct. We got through a, a whole slew of writers and directors on this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna name just the t- the top few. So directed by Abdul El Arbi, Balal Fala, Mira Menon, and written by Bisha K Ali. Adrian Alfona, and of course, starring Iman Vellani, Matt Lintz, Zenobia Sheriff, uh, Yasmin Fletcher, Rish Shah. And of course, this plot contains a mala, or uh, not a mala. <laughs> Kamala? <laughs> uh, that was the easiest name. <laughs> Kamala is a superhero fan with an imagination, particularly when it comes to Captain Marvel. Kamala feels like she doesn't fit in at school and sometimes even at home. That is until she gets superpowers, like the heroes she's looked up to. 
And the whole show delves really deeply into that, core family values, um, issues with Muslims in America, and just superheroes gallivanting all across uh, the world and time and space. So there's a lot to, to, this, uh, to this show. But again, Micah, I want to start with you first. What did you think of Miss Marvel? Going into this show, I uh, we all saw the trailer, and I'm pretty sure we all agreed that it looked like garbage. Uh, it looked like a teenage drama show, for like just a Disney show. You guys have seen those Disney shows where it's like Dog with a Blog or uh, Jesse, where they they just, you know, it's not really really great acting. It's just whatever. Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. Yeah, things like that. They even just put out another movie same day that uh, this finale came out. Uh, zombies three mm. Th- there's three of them <laughs> uh, I-, I don't know my sister was really big into those shows so I was uh, I-, I have some experience oh, watching I've seen a couple of them there they're weird yeah whatever <laughs> so anyway <clears throat> that's what I was expecting going into this I thought it was gonna go um, super kind of just immature about it and uh, stereotype these uh, high school students uh, yeah, I, I didn't have super high expectations about the show. I didn't think that it would go interdimensional or uh, time travel Uh So I was very much surprised by that. Every single time it took a super cool creative thing, especially with the text messages. I thought that was really cool how every time um, Kamala and Bruno would text or Kamala and anybody, there would it would... Not just be a text message popping up like in the Spider-Man game or in the Spider-Man movies. It was an actual... It was blended into the environment. So like a neon sign would turn into an emoji or uh, the sign of the circle cue would turn into the text or something like that. And I thought that was really cool. Uh, How it was just like the whole... It was very creative and uh, it had that flair going for it in those first few episodes. And then they never used it again for the last four episodes. But... Still, it, it stuck out to me, and um, yeah, I knew nothing about Miss Marvel before the show came out, so I knew that she had stretchy abilities. I didn't know where that came from. I didn't know who Kamala was. I didn't know her name was Kamala. Um, so yeah, that, I, all I knew was that she liked M- Captain Marvel, and uh, I, I overall, I enjoyed the show. So surprisingly positive from an initial negative reaction from Definitely. the trailer. Okay. Yep. All right. First episode surprised me a lot. I was I was enjoyed enjoying the show. It dipped down a little bit um, after that because it stopped doing the things that I liked episode one for it doing, but then episode three picked it right back up. Okay. So, all right, <clears throat> Mr. Wenslov. Yeah, I, I I I'll go bounce off what Mike was saying about how when he when he first saw the trailer he thought it looked very Disney esque and. I, uh, I I also thought that I was like this is very creative, but I uh, I've never really been let down by Kevin Feige, definitely till Thor: Love and Thunder. But what, what uh, about uh, Daredevil? <laughs> Didn't Daredevil the the Ben Affleck one? Ben Affleck Daredevil? You know what? <laughs> sure. <laughs> that's that's way let in the me past. down there. That was that's, yeah. I haven't been let down by yeah. Kevin Feige in a while. So I had faith in this series. I know you can listen to plenty of our podcasts leading up to the release of Miss Marvel. I was I was defending the show even before it came out. And I'm happy to say I, I enjoy this show. I think it's definitely not groundbreaking for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but I think what it did was really mastered what Disney Plus hasn't done yet, is mastered the show formula. Mm-hmm. When I tuned in every week, it felt like I was tuning into an actual show instead of what all these other MCU things feel like. I feel like I'm tuning into part of a movie and my, my stress levels have to be amped up right from the get-go. But this, I found watching this very relaxing, I, we rarely ever get to just sit in the Marvel world and be relaxed. It's always stressful. We're always in these high-intensity scenarios, which is a good thing. But I think it's fun just to chill with these characters. And I really do like a lot of this cast. And I think it's really fun. I have no big complaints with this whole series. I, I enjoy it from start to finish. There are some dips in the episodes. I think particularly maybe episode four, I thought really bored me but other than that I, I like a lot of this show i don't i don't think it's the best disney plus series at all but i i think there are a few disney plus series i put under this just because this did master that show formula it felt like i was revisiting this world every week it felt like these are characters i want to spend time with like there were episodes where we didn't get bruno and i was actually sad i'm like man i, I like spending time with bruno he's great 
and Kamala and her family. I love her brother and her dad. Uh, her mo mother I could uh, care less for, but I, I just love these cast of characters and really just the fact that this show wasn't, we'll talk about it throughout this, but it wasn't really made for us. We're three white dudes in this room, you know, that's no secret there. But I mean, from the Muslim community, I've heard that this is really huge for mm -hmm. them. And there's this guy, Neebs, on uh, TikTok, and Phase Zero had mm -hmm. him on their podcast. He was really moved by this whole show, and he, he loved it. So I think just based on that, I think that's really cool. Just I, I can't enjoy it that way, but looking at them and seeing that they're getting representation that they normally don't get, they're really not portrayed in positive ways like this a lot. So I think that is a huge positive from the show. And we do we do get some uh, pretty big reveals in this show also. So overall, really positive about this. I'm excited to put in my uh, Marvel rankings. But, yeah, nothing really negative to say. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. You guys both really liked it, and that's that's really good. And I've seen a lot of people praise the show for being very surprising, and that's what you guys have done. And I don't uh, – this is exactly what happened with Moon Knight too, man. Uh, I don't. I hate to pee in the pool, but this is not. I don't know, man. It's just I feel wrong critiquing the show because I did not enjoy the majority of it. It was very. I don't know. Everything felt low stakes. And Ethan, you liked that. You said that you liked how chill in a way it yeah, was. It's refreshing that you could just live in the Marvel universe through the eyes of a teenage girl. And so, yeah, that's not bad. But is that what I want to do when I tune into MCU content? Not particularly. So for me, critiquing this show is, I don't really want to sit here and do that, you know? Is there stuff I didn't enjoy? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff I enjoy. But I'm going to try and remain as positive as possible and talk about the things that I really do like. And I want to say that Iman Vellani was excellent as Miss Marvel. Mm -hmm. She killed it, and I cannot wait to see her in everything else that she comes in. Like, the Marvels, starring Carol, Carol Danvers is going to be in it, Monica Rambeau, and Miss um, Marvel, Kamala Khan. I'm the most excited to see Kamala Khan out of all of those three. No joke. She mm -hmm. was great. She did everything great. I thought the acting was going to be really cheesy, and it, for the most part, wasn't. I could relate to it. Like, it was not Disney Channel-esque where, the, you you know, you felt like there was needed a laugh track. You know, it was not <laughs> yeah. bad. But everything with the family pretty much bored me. I'm not going to lie. The, fam the Every time it went back to family aspects, it was a little boring. But I don't know if I can properly critique that because I'm a white dude. You know, it's like I would, I would guarantee you that a, a Muslim watching this show would totally, like, love this you know but it's not for me so it's it's like all right that's fine bruno also love bruno favorite awesome character, character. Yep. love that guy matt lintz he, dude henry from the walking dead those two those two bruno and kamala they got those two so right and i cannot wait to see them and i'm not gonna lie the ending was like the best part for me those mm -hmm. last two scenes when they confirmed that spoilers obviously i've said it already but if you haven't seen it, you're going to want to click away before this. But she is a mutant. She, she is a mutant, man. That's crazy. This is the first confirmation of mutants. And yes, it is a confirmation because they used the 97 X-Men theme when they did it. When they talked about it, Bruno confirmed it. And they played the theme and it was like, I was totally not expecting that. I was not very invested during that time and I was starting to get happy that it was over and i was like all right you know what now i can put this in my marvel ranking that's how the show felt for me though i was watching it because i wanted to put it in my marvel ranking because i'd seen everything else so i i had to you know but when that scene happened i was like oh oh that made it kind of worth it man i'm not gonna lie. and then the post credit scene which we'll talk about but bruno and kamala really positive about and the villains, I would say that that's an, just another generic MCU villain. And Definitely. I, I would say... They're forgettable, too. And I feel like the yeah. show thought they were forgettable also because they kill them off in episode five. Which really was... a That one I can critique because that was the show's problem. It felt like everything was wrapped up by the fifth episode. And the fifth episode ended and I was like, um, where are we going now? We still got one episode left. 
you know? It didn't end you on that cliffhanger to be like, oh, prepare for an epic finale. No, they they defeated the mom. And yeah, I guess you still had to address that to the one son. But I was like, okay. And then the DODC came and they had the fight in the high school. And... The son didn't have any powers before. And now yes. he was like exploding and had to figure this out. And he, So that's why he went True. to Bruno. And uh, I think that set it up for the last episode. But I wasn't excited to watch the season finale of the mm. show. You know, it was something that they built to right there at the end, you know. Mm-hmm. So like it didn't feel like it was built up multiple episodes you know it was just yeah. something that happened right there mm-hmm. I, f- I felt like oh shoot we still have one episode left we got to do something for the end and it did feel rushed because you could tell because like the whole time they're like kamala and the I'm, I'm blanking on his name but kamala and that one son kamran kamran yes kamran, kamala and yeah. kamran were like fighting each other and then they like went in for a kiss and then they had an all-out brawl at the end and then he left and it was like what they did my boy Bruno dirty, man. He should be weird. with Kamala. Dang it. But, yeah, unfortunately. I, I didn't like Cameron's character. Yeah, no, no. Uh, but, unfortunately, I got to say I'm, I'm largely negative from on this show. So, that's just where I fall. But I'm not going to focus on the negatives. I mean, I, I've, as much as I have right there, I'm just going to talk about positives. I want this to be a more positive experience. Because I know there's fans out there. And I wasn't one of them. But that doesn't mean we can't have a good discussion about it, you know? Yeah. So, I've laid out what I really liked. And I, I I know that the tech stuff comes back, I'm pretty sure. Like, Does it? I'm, uh, I'm it almost certain like there's a one, few scenes yeah, a few. at the end where they come back. But I really I enjoyed that I was hoping for aspect. more creative things like that. Not necessarily the text coming back again, but like more just cool creative stuff like okay. that. Okay. All right. Um, other characters that I thought was uh, – you guys said that the family stuff was boring, but I, I actually personally really loved the – the family aspect and how they find security and or uh, they find safety in the the religion. Uh, so they would go to that temple and they would talk to the to the guy and that guy was really cool. I don't know their names, um, but I really liked the brother and I liked the dad the most. Uh, mm-hmm. I liked Amir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like how he just shows up at the high school for that final fight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just out of nowhere. Yeah. They're like, like "How'd what? you get here?" Uh, I, Happened I don't know the be... show. It was just fun in that way. I enjoyed watching it. I... Is he a scroll? Did I what? Is he a scroll? <laughs> oh, scroll? <laughs> oh, I mean, Micah, would imagine. Micah's Wait. asking the real questions here. I, I just mean, thought dude, of that. I really think we should be talking about uh, the ending post credit scene if we're going to be talking about scrolls in any shape, way, or form. So, but I don't know. The finale felt kind of rushed, you know? A bit. I thought that uh, that fight scene at the like the final fight out in the parking lot was uh, strange. The um, I well, did like that she used her in Biggin. She yeah, said that, that she was said cool. it, dude. In Biggin, yeah, which oh, that was beautiful. I was like, dang, okay. And they, even though like people have been criticizing how they look, her powers look. I personally kind of liked it. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, we just watched the There's Fantastic only so Four movie, so I think definitely crystallizing it and making. Her arms purple definitely helps definitely. as opposed to just big old hands mm-hmm. reaching and grabbing stuff. Mm-hmm. So That's how it is in the comics, right? She's just Mr. Fantastic, pretty much. She's an inhuman, actually. Yes. Oh. Not a mutant in the comics. So What's the difference between inhumans and mutants? Inhumans are created from a pterogen mist is what I'm yeah, they're like believe. They have something in them that's activated. Gotcha. But mutants are are born. They're that way. yeah, they're born that way. But it sounds like puberty when that happens, yeah, right? Yeah. Puberty is when they start to get their powers. Mm. But I don't know how they're gonna go with it now because it sounds like, well, no, they were consistent actually. Bruno was sitting there and he was like, "I analyzed your genes and you're different from your family, so you're actually it's like some form of a mutation." So mm. I guess she's a mutant mutation? now because Kevin Feige really doesn't like the Inhumans. <laughs> That's got to be another one of our trigger words now, where we we go, we spike our heads up. We're like, whoa, they said mutants, so <laughs> we gotta, we, well, we definitely gotta keep an eye on it now. But it also begs the question of who else could be, you know, like, do we know anyone else who, from birth, had powers, you know, that could be some form of a mutation, you know? I know they're bringing it in, and I really think they should focus on the core characters like like Scott Summers and um, Jean Grey and Wolverine, obviously, but. Is there anyone else in the MCU we know who does that? We haven't that? been introduced to any other mutants, though. There are the only other ones that we know are, um, like, there's Wanda, right? She's a mutant in the comics. Is that? 
Yeah, she has always had the powers, hasn't she? Because remember the scene in WandaVision? She was activated by the Tesseract. The Tesseract allowed her to broaden her scope, so I think mm. she could classify as mutant. Was it, or did that amplify it? Because it amplified mem- it. It did amplify yeah. it. Okay. We because saw, what's his name? In WandaVision, when she's a girl at the house or whatever, doesn't she use her powers when the bomb comes in and, like, when she was a girl? I'm almost certain that happens in WandaVision. Oh, I, shoot, I can't remember. I don't remember either. It's been a while. I want to rewatch that show. I, I actually today I had the real like the strong urge to rewatch Loki. Really? Yeah, I don't know. This was the time it I mean, was coming I don't, out. I don't last blame year. you, but dude, I know. I I was listening to the soundtrack. How many years has it been out? It was last year, right? Last year at this time. It was only a year ago that's it, that Loki man. came out. What was Miss Marvel? I mean, not not Miss Marvel. <laughs> dude, uh, WandaVision. Twenty twenty one January. Wow. So last year January. Yeah, wow. no, it's, uh, it seems like a while ago. <laughs> I mean, a year and a half passed. But, yeah, the final fight, I really liked that they used her powers of embiggen. That was really cool. I liked that. Yeah. I didn't like Cameron. Uh, Com- Cameron? I've, Cameron, yeah. yeah. Cameron. Uh, in his fights, I didn't like him when he was talking. I didn't like him. Um, I thought it was weird that he detracted from Bruno in the beginning as the love interest. Yeah. Because it's very obvious that Bruno likes Kamala, obviously. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't see what Kamala sees in him. Um, in Bruno or Kamran? <laughs> Kamran. I think she sees a nice car. Nice car. Some bad dude. boy. Come on. You saw him dive in that swimming pool. That's true. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> I'll, I'll admit it. I'll admit it. <laughs> Ethan, I know you're a big fan of time travel. And the fifth episode delves really deep into that. Well, not really deep, but they have the, the the half of the episode takes place in 1942. Was it? I'm yeah, almost certain. Yeah, during um, Great Partition. Yeah, the Great Partition stuff that stuff that I wouldn't really have learned about if it weren't for this show. I, I mean, learned a lot in the show. The show did a good job of just embedding us in the culture and letting us see what was happening. And we even got a Gandhi cameo in uh, Miss Marvel. Come on. What? Yeah, you saw Gandhi in there. I didn't see him. What? He was in there? Yeah, it was in episode uh, four in the beginning. Oh, like in the... Or five. It was five. Like in the history recap Yeah, thing? in the history oh, recap. Well, yeah. <laughs> I thought... I know. I was with Micah. I thought he was like an actual character. I was like, like he thing. was in the train station. He was there. Gandhi no, cameo, no, bro. crazy. Oh, man. I will say this, though. That train sequence at the end, when she's like... When she gets the um, amulet. Is that what you call it? There's a name for it. The Bangalore. Ba- bang- the Bengal? Yeah, the Bengal. Yeah. Yes. The music for that scene only was fire. Mm. I actually added it to my playlist for the MCU. Ooh. It was that good. Ooh. Like but overall ten out of ten. Overall though, music was kind of horrible. Ten out of ten. Music in that one scene was great. Ten out of ten. All yeah. right. I really like the music in that train sequence though. Really nice. Yeah, not only here going off what you said, not only is is time travel one of my favorite elements in all of fiction. The way they used it in this series is my absolute favorite way time travel is used. We've seen time travel in the MCU before in Loki and uh, Endgame, but that was branch timelines and other stuff. But this, this was in episode two. You have Kamala's mom setting up this story about how her uh, grandma, or it wasn't her mom. Great grandma, I'm Her great sure. grandma yep. Yep. Uh, was saved. And she followed the stars and a letter right to her dad. And then in episode five, you get that payoff. And then Kamala looks at her and she's like, it was always me. That's my absolute favorite way they use mm. time travel to make it how that's how it always happened. It didn't change the past. It actually brought the past to fruition. Mm-hmm. So I, I love that whole aspect. And the fact that I think it was episode two, we got uh, Matt Lentz dressed as Marty McFly to tease <laughs> that we were going to get some time travel. So I loved all that. And yeah, that, like I went back to saying that this this was just a chill show, and they somehow dealt with time travel and interdimensional worlds. But I mean, I just thought it was chill, even with these big concepts. It just felt real small to me, and I enjoyed that. That is true. I like I didn't have a lot of expectations going into this show, so I can't say I was like disappointed. You know, I think the show was exactly what I expected. But I was pleasantly surprised with the addition of time travel and how artsy, I guess it was, 
because of all of the the animations on the walls mm-hmm. or the texting emojis and everything like that. I feel like that was probably the best part of this show, besides Iman Vellani. She was great, man. I'll like that's one thing Marvel that basically they never miss on is casting. You know, early days are early days, but since then, Marvel casting has been absolutely perfect, stellar. Oscar Isaac, say what you want about Moon Knight, whether you liked it or not, but he was perfect playing Moon Knight, all right? Everything. They they really know how to cast their actors and actresses. And, you know, DC should really take a lesson because, you know, they really should cast stock into who they cast because you never know who is going to freaking do wacky deals. You know, <laughs> Amber Heard and Ezra Miller, for example, if you're paying any attention, you know, they're off the rails. So, you know... Marvel usually plays it safe and picks really good actors, and they really knocked it out of the park this time with Iman Vellani. She was fantastic, and they really—that's the one thing that these shows really do well. They—they they introduce you to these characters. Now, the shows might not be particularly interesting or age very well, but I don't mind seeing these characters in the future. And maybe that's the deal, man. Maybe that's the deal with these shows. Maybe they're not trying to be the next best project. Maybe they're just trying to be like, hey, here's Moon Knight, all right? Mm. This is your introduction to the character. This is what he's all about. Now, when you see him in the future, you're invested already. Even though you might not have liked the show, it's still cool to see them again. You know, maybe that's the point that they're trying to make here. I don't think it's working because I want to see these shows like as good as I Like, I want all these shows to be as good as Loki was for me. But I know I, know I want to see Kamala again. Definitely. It, it definitely could be helping with uh, box office stuff, too. Because think about it. Who was going to go to the theaters to see a Miss Marvel movie? Or who was going to go to Disney Plus and watch six episodes of Miss Marvel? It's a lot easier of a commitment to watch um, a, a comic book character you've never heard of. Because they have to introduce so many more characters definitely. before they can sell you on a new Avengers yep. or a young Avengers. Or even a um, a West Coast Avengers. Do you guys think that could be coming too? I'm not so sure about that, but definitely Young Avengers. Mm-hmm. They're definitely setting that up. But yeah. I'm not gonna lie, with the lineup that they've set up, I don't know that I'm necessarily excited for that movie because who do you have? Kamala Khan, who's not bad. Spider Man. Spider Man. Yeah, you know he'd what? Be he'd, pro- he'd, pre- he would be, be. he'd probably be the leader. Yeah. They have Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop. Yep, and then. Do you include Girl Thor? What about Ant Man? I think Thor? Love Love would be in there. Yeah, yeah. and Ant Man's daughter. But she hasn't been really like. Well, we still have Quantum Mania to come out first. That's true. That's a good point. Yep. Is there anyone else we're missing? They introduced. Uh, I haven't seen Ant Man. Every yet, kid in Thor. Oh my gosh! Axel Heimdall's son. They've got their uh, Axel. Yeah. They've got their army. That's true. Yeah. Baby Groot. There's him. Who knows? Maybe we'll get a Baby Hulk. <laughs> that's you never well you never know that she-hulk trailer is looking mighty uh i'm not gonna lie for a disney uh, show uh, daredevil will be in there, right? daredevil will be in that yeah it was weird it yeah was we're very gonna, explicit with we're that. definitely gonna talk about the future once we finish talking about miss marvel but that's the next thing coming up i know that oh i'm sure. groot's coming out first and then she-hulk oh uh, yes that's true i think it's like a week or so in between Yes. Yeah. Yes. A week in between I Am Groot and um, She-Hulk episode one. So, Micah, was there anything that you really didn't like about this show? Really just uh, the villains. I thought that they, were, they weren't very understanding. They've waited an eternity for this Bengal to come up. Why can't they wait another day? Also, why did she go in, and sacrifice herself in the... Uh, dimensional rift for nothing she just died mm-hmm. and gave up her powers that was really weird yeah i i don't understand what the motive was i don't know why they wouldn't why they would want to go back i wish that they would show us more of what they were missing in the other dimension uh i thought cam Cameron's, uh just whole deal was weird because he was there but he wasn't doing anything for the story um yeah the real guy? the real villains in the show though are uh damage control right y- yes because that, that seems to be the the reoccurring villain throughout these disney plus shows is damage control they were in were they in loki at all 
No. No, that was just the TVA. TVA. So just in WandaVision, right? WandaVision. They, was that the DODC? Was it? Pretty sure. Or was that sword. Shield? That was sword. sword. Yeah, sword. That, the sword. That DODC one, right. was in No Way Home. No Way oh, Home. Well, then that's I'm completely right. different. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they're introducing the DODC, and um, I think it's cool that they brought him back instead of introducing another group then, because now we have TVA, we have Sword, which we know nothing about Sword. Like, we just have whatever in True. WandaVision. Yep. Uh, we haven't heard about them since WandaVision. We have the TVA, which we are dying to know more about what happened there. Right. Um, and then we have uh, DODC, which we've heard in No Way Home and this movie. What, was it in any of the other Spider-Man movies or just this one? I'm pretty sure it was just this one. Okay. Yeah. But I know that I've definitely seen that, that, that main DODC guy. Uh, he was Cleary. definitely. Yeah, he, Cleary. he's good. I like that guy. Yeah, he's good. I liked his role. Um, Bro, they had TikTok a lot in this show. Yeah, that was weird. I mean, <laughs> they must have I don't know how you guys feel about TikTok, dude. But they like, must have gotten some sort of agreement, some sort of Dude, something. remember the time when TikTok was like like a Chinese thing that Trump was trying to ban and now it's just a main feature of a Marvel show. It's still being in the process because Really? Yeah, because there's spyware and stuff. Like you can't I mean, like it's it's like giving <laughs> Uh, telemetrics to China, <laughs> bro. When that girl showed up in the gym at the end, and she was like, what? "I was making TikToks." I used the lighting for my TikToks. I was like, "Oh my gosh, what the heck?" And there was bro. a whole montage at the end of the episode. That was. I love how they all could just get in the school. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, right. Like what? I definitely knew that in high school, kids would sneak in through our windows. Why would you want school? to? <laughs> but I just thought it was funny that she was already there. My high school I didn't think was like Fort Knox, man. You couldn't get in. Yeah. Yeah. It depends on the school and where it is. So, yeah. Mine was a private school. I could not get in mine. <laughs> Alarm bells would be going off like crazy. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Um, I mean, there was always janitors cleaning at my school. Yeah, that's true. They have like third and fourth shift janitorial staff at my school. But still, yeah, also, where's the janitorial staff? It's Saturday. Come on, man. You got to clean. They didn't want to pull a man of steel and have civilian casualties. Exactly. I love how they do those science experiments and it just completely destroys like two floors of the school. <laughs> oh, yeah, they, they went all home alone. I was like, yeah, yeah we're, did. we're saved. Oof. We did it. I thought that they would, um, the main master plan would be Kamran uh, would blend into a crowd of supporters with those same hat and merch on so that he can escape quickly but that's not what happened instead they just stood by all those people and just yelled at him like you can't do that then we know her we know what <laughs> these are like yeah extra dimensional beings and you're standing here watching them fight while there's uh police officers and dodc shooting real guns I, I wouldn't want to be anywhere near. <laughs> Who is the one guy with the red, um, the red like scarf or whatever? Well, it's not a scarf. Red it's dagger. Like a, it's like a red yeah dagger. Yep. He sucked. <laughs> I his first fight scene with Kamala was trash. Mm -hmm. His character was bad. That's what I'll say. Did not like him at all. He was like, he. They were like fighting or whatever, and dude, the dialogue was pretty cringy. Yeah, those episodes where they were in was it Pakistan? Yeah, it it was a bit, um, it wasn't very memorable. That was my least favorite episode for yeah. sure. Yeah, four. I think, I think was it. Yeah. Lore wise, when they brought in like that, it was interdimensional. I thought that was kind of cool, but then they don't use it. They're just like, hey, yeah, um, she died in the rift now, and now Kamran has whatever potential energy he hmm. had. Whatever happened to him? We didn't see because he was freaking Conrad? out. Yeah, he stuck off with Red Dagger. He did. Yeah, but how did he get control Pakistan. of his powers because of that? I don't understand. I don't think he did. Well, I don't think he we was find like out. imploding on himself because of the energy he had in him. What happened to that? It's one of the many. He just got a control good of his emotions for another time. What, what is the key to the MCU, Micah? The key, uh, Feige. Patience. <laughs> Amen. I said we will have you. to wait and see. So yeah, I mean, it was overall. You guys feel really positive about it. What would you say your favorite character was, Micah? Um, 
I oh we didn't even talk about that. Uh, I liked the dad. I liked how cool he was and how just dad like he was written. Um, I really liked when they dressed him up as Hulk, but like Pakistani. Oh yeah, Hulk. that was good. <laughs> yeah. Like, and then they together. costume for Kamala too to be uh, like little Hulk. <laughs> That was epic. That was funny. I like the whole AvengerCon thing with all the little references and yes. it. Very fan service That was good. Because it was a fan service convention, of course, there was going to be stuff like that. Um, yeah, I liked Amir. Uh, and just for the same reason, I liked the dad. Uh, and then I liked Bruno because he was cool. Who would you say your favorite was out of those three? Uh, I'll say the dad. The dad? Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Ethan, is there a character that you really relate to, or is there an element that was your favorite? I mean, relatability, Marvel? I go with uh, Kamala and Bruno, just because uh, the whole Avengers Con stuff really just yeah. set the stage for this series and really just made me fall in love with those two characters. Like, yeah, yeah, I can get behind people who, who love the Avengers and love going to these cons. And, yeah, that con was so fun. That's one of my favorite things in recent memory, like in, as, as far as lore dumps go. I loved everything in there. It was, it was so fun. And just, yeah, I'll, I'll go the title character just because I feel like you'll go Bruno. So I'll go I'll go Kamala Khan, I think. I think they set up a good character, and I'm excited to see what they do with her. Yes, I'll go with Bruno. But absolutely, come on. It, it has to be one of the two. But definitely Bruno. He was the tech genius, definitely. He was the nerd. He was the guy in the chair. But you always need a guy like that. And That's he right. was always faithful to Kamala and I think that they should have ended up together. I think they will eventually. He's got to say just, he's got to say what's on his mind though. Wait a minute. Yep. That's his thing. Wait, he's going to Caltech, right? Yep. West Coast Avengers. <laughs> he could be the guy in the chair. He needs to get powers though. Like I'd like to see I'd like to see him as like the the Coulson guy, you yeah. know? For I just want to see Bruno again. Mm -hmm. He was great. And I, I think liked his can. interactions with the counselor too. Those yes. were funny. He was great. I just, I really like Bruno. Is there a scene that really stands out? You know what? Instead of scene, we'll go with episode. What was your favorite episode of Miss Marvel? Micah. AvengerCon. I loved AvengerCon. I loved all the, the, the world building that they gave us. Uh, they gave us uh, a little taste of New Jersey. I liked how <laughs> oh, they can't get on the bus in time, or they can't get the bike in the bus. And then, um, Bruno's like, just leave it there. We can get back to it. And then Kamala's like, leaving a bike in New Jersey for however many hours. Yeah, that's not going to happen. It's not going to be there. That was really fun. Yeah, when he's like, he's sketching out how the whole night will work. Oh, man. We'll be I, back by 11. Yeah, I love those plotting sequences where uh, it would be Kamala. She drew out the things. They brought it back again for the, uh, the high school. Yep. Plan. That yep. was cool. I like those. Um, it was a bit unrealistic, but it was a fun kids thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was creative. It brought some spice to the show. Yeah. yeah. Ethan, I have a feeling I know what your favorite episode is going to be, but I'll let you say it. Yeah, I'll go episode five. You know, hmm, I wonder why. Let me get the time travel stuff. I, I love I eat that stuff up. And just just seeing uh, uh, Kamala realize that it was her the whole time that just uh, she was destined to always come back and do this. Whatever, whatever happened, happened. I love that form of just the, the usage of it. And it, it was just a good episode. We got good history in that episode, too. We got to meet her her great-grandmother, and it was cool. Yeah, I like we that. spent some time in the past, too. Yeah. So we can build you, up to that You training. live there, yeah. Mm -hmm. That was good. I like that they took the first half of that episode to just live in 1942. That was good. I like that. I'll go with the final episode. Um, even though it was felt rushed, like, I really liked everything to do with that. I really liked the ending as well. And I just want to, like, the post credit scene, I'm still confused about. I've watched a few videos. There's a lot of scroll theories out there that that was a scroll and that she was transported to a scroll ship. Hmm. And that was supposed to be Miss Marvel, but they miscalculated. So now they're thinking that Miss Marvel is a scroll. But I don't know if that's true or not. Like, I don't really know if that's, like, like what? That's why she was so confused. She's like, what? I'm not in the right spot. Yeah. That's what people are saying. But it definitely made me think the most out of any episode. And I, of course, I'm a big soundtrack guy. So hearing the X-Men theme was epic. I really liked that last For what, part. The, Dude, the second time? 16. Second time in three projects we've heard that X-Men theme play. When was the other one? 
Uh, we got it. Oh in yeah, Multiverse of Madness. That's right. Yes. Dang, they've got a they've got a hard on for that theme, man. <laughs> Dang, that's beautiful. I no it wonder is it, it is it's such a good theme. theme. That's right. Tune in next week for uh, X Men Last Stand. <laughs> Amen to that. Which actually, I'll defend this till I die. But I like the John Ottoman X Men theme that's from good. the movies better than the '97 theme. I like it more too. Yeah, but. Um, yeah, definitely sixth episode for me. But what do you guys think that last scene was, the post credit scene? Because Iman Vellani, she's sitting there, and then she gets warped to who knows where. Like, have we seen that before? What do you guys think that is? I can't wait to see what happens right after that. That really got me excited for the Marvels. I was not excited for the Marvels at all. Me neither. I don't care about – I didn't care about Captain Marvel before. I thought she was, like – I thought that I, I kind of enjoyed Captain Marvel. Uh, we're not talking about Captain Marvel the movie today. We'll talk about that later, but because um, I I do need to rewatch it. It's been a couple of years, um, but it, it got me excited for the movie. It got me got me excited for the Marvels and makes me want to watch Captain Marvel again. Actually, to see what's going on there. What was her haircut? Was she? She had a new one. Was it the Endgame haircut or was it the? No, it was a new one. She, oh, it was Infinity. shaved on the. It was shaved on the left side, and then it was kind of like down to her shoulders. You know, yeah. it was about that... thirteen inches long on this side, and then that's like, geez, yeah, why, you measured it out. Why am I your... subscribed? <laughs> like, dude, why, why do I know this so well? And then um, I remember the first episode. That was one of the things they talked about was the hairstyle. Yep. So, I wonder if they gave us any hints in that opening. Uh, of the first episode. Yeah, I don't know. Describing Captain Marvel. It's I'm I'm still wondering. I I'm not a big fan of Captain Marvel, but now I am excited for the Marvels because of Iman Vellani. Like, just that's fine. Yeah. But, I thought she was better in the Captain Marvel movie, but they kind of made her bad in the Infinity War Endgame. But I'll have to rewatch it to confirm my. Um, or she wasn't in Infinity War. She was no, in Endgame. Yeah. I think Endgame. Endgame definitely. You're like, man, I don't want this new character. But yeah, I think in recent appearances. They, I think they've done a good job at making her more likable and yeah. just giving us just enough to be like, all right, she's very mystic. There's something. Because Brie Larson's a good actor. Yeah, I agree. I saw her um, in some YouTube channels for promos and stuff, and she would, like, she did a collab with Joshua Wiseman. She can cook pretty well. Mm. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. She was in Kong Skull Island, too, and she was good in that. Have you guys too. seen Room? Not yes. the Room, yes. but Room. Yes. Yeah. yeah. She's good she's in that. Good she's in really that good. Yep. Yeah, they've sprinkled her in. She was in Shang Chi at the end. Yeah, that's right. Oh, she's at the end of this. She, there, there's more coming with Miss Marvel. I just let's see what they do. I'm excited I for them to redeem her for the grand like. Because she's a big character, I want to like her, but mm -hmm. I don't like her right now. I'll say like the my favorite Captain Marvel moment is when Thanos gets the stone and just absolutely <laughs> destroys her. Really? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, I didn't like. I don't like her character at that time. Because I was like, okay, if she, if this newcomer is coming to defeat Thanos, and then he like took the stone and absolutely like shot her, like that was pretty epic. I was like, I, I'm glad she's not going to be the one to defeat him. But I don't like her character, I really don't. And I want to like her because I know mm -hmm. she's going to be big coming up. So she might even be like the leader of the the next Avengers. Yeah, because so, of her strength. Yeah, I want to like her character, so I, I think they can do it well in the Marvels. You know, who's more so, likable right now? Chris Hemsworth Thor or Brie Larson's Captain Marvel? Chris Hemsworth Thor yeah. by a mile. Absolutely. But that's yeah. just me. I really don't like Brie Larson's Captain Marvel. Yeah, they've done a lot, <laughs> in my opinion, wrong with Chris Hemsworth. I agree. As a, as a leader, I don't know if Thor would be a good No, 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 no. No, definitely Compared not. to Miss Marvel, I think she at least has that's some. That's the thing. Like, I mean, she's, she has some stuff that, with headcanon, we assume she's a good leader. But, but like, who could be the leader of the Avengers right now? You know what I'd like to see the leader of the Avengers? Hawkeye. Hawkeye? I'd <laughs> like to see him as the leader Doctor of the Avengers. Strange. Uh, uh, Daredevil. Johnny Daredevil. Storm. Johnny Storm. Charlie Cox. There Daredevil. you go. Tune in to... Daredevil oh. could do it. Come Daredevil's on. Nah, Cap make, was the leader of the Avengers. They're going to make was... a whole uh, another group with the Netflix show and Moon Knight. Midnight Suns. Moon Knight Suns. Defenders. Yeah. Moon Knight Suns. Defenders. It's good this time. Speaking of Moon Knight, we want to talk about this compared to the other Disney Plus shows. Yes, yeah. I definitely want to do that. Um, we've had how many shows since then? Six. It's been we six seven. now? Seven. Seven shows? Whoa. We got here. WandaVision. Okay. Falcon Winter Soldier. Yep. Loki. What If. Hawkeye. Moon Knight. Miss Marvel. That's seven shows, Let me rank man. these shows for us. Wow. So I can record what our things are. Wow, wow, wow. 
Okay. Oh. Well, I know what I definitely know what my favorite is, but um, would you say Ben right now, Miss Marvel is your least favorite? Yes, I would. Okay. It's actually on my under on my, Winter Soldier or Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Definitely yes. I have this above Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah, I do too. It's actually on my Marvel Universe ranking of everything. It's bottom. Dead it's, last. It's dead last. It's your yeah. least favorite Marvel thing ever. I, If I was to go and rewatch Worse any project in there, I would rather watch anything else than this show. Wow. I am not going to. I got to s- disagree with you there. Absolutely. I got to disagree. That's fine, but I'm not going to sit down and watch six hours of Miss Marvel over anything else. You but know? it's so fun. It's so fun just to sit in there and watch it. I disagree, and I'd rather watch anything else. Wow. You know? So, but that's just me, man. I did what not about, like the show. What about Big Hero Six, the other Marvel? <laughs> Big Hero Six, man. I didn't that's put that, Marvel Comics. I didn't put that on my MCU ranking. But Marvel. They have ranking. the new. Uh, we didn't cover this, guys, but Baymax, the show that is technically a Marvel adapted property. Yeah, but it's like it's not Marvel Studios, but yeah. neither is Blade. Well, yeah, but that's a Baymax is like a TV show, right? Yeah, yeah. So we don't have to cover that, <laughs> thankfully. Oh, didn't want to have to watch a kids show. <laughs> Ouch. Well, okay, Ethan, where would you put this show? I'm uh, figuring that out right now. Like, what are the other shows? So I def- So of course, one. I'll go just top, top to bottom. Yep. Loki. Yep. Loki's number Me one. Too. Mm-hmm. Close second, Wandavision. Then I go, I go Moon Knight third. And I'm debating on where to put Miss Marvel right now because it could it could either go right after Moon Knight in fourth, or it could go right above Falcon, Winter Soldier in sixth. What about Hawkeye? Hawkeye's in there in the mix too. Okay, all right, all right. I'd say I enjoyed Hawkeye more, just because of Kate Bishop. I really liked her character in that. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna put. I'm missing a show. One, two, what three, if? four, six. What if? Um. Did I say what if was better or worse than Hawkeye? I forgot. I don't remember. I don't know. What, Somewhere do, you feel, what are you feeling right now? I'm I'm feeling... Um, I kind of miss those vibes, you know, when Hawkeye was coming out. I'll go I'll go over Hawkeye. What if is better than Hawkeye? Yeah, that might be a bad take. We'll see. Well, yeah. So I'm going, yeah. I'm going Loki, WandaVision, Moon Knight. What, eh, wait, 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 wait. WandaVision first. Was, I don't know. Loki and WandaVision are just... League of their own. They're good. Yeah, they're yeah. really good. What if Hawkeye, Miss Marvel, then Falcon? Easily, Falcon is my seventh yeah. seater. Yeah, I that, think was, that was the easiest decision. With already established characters, characters we already liked and loved. It was a knock out of the park. They should have been able to give us a I know fantastic series, especially building off what Endgame was and the legacy that Captain America left behind. Mm-hmm. They should have been able to build off all that. It was a I bit think. underwhelming. It was. It, it was, was definitely underwhelming. That that being said, though, I still think all these MCU shows have been really enjoyable in yeah. some capacity. They all do their job in a way. They have a story. They tell it. Um, just Falcon and the Winter Soldier is the worst. That, so. That's the thing. Ben was saying he, he just despises Miss Marvel. He's not a big fan. He this is least favorite MCU thing. I think that's really interesting because how big the MCU is now, they can be giving us this. Fans love this. A lot of fans love Miss Marvel. Ben over here, it's his least favorite thing Marvel has ever made. So it, it's really interesting to see how Marvel will range this going into the future. Who, who will they tend towards now that their fandom is getting so huge? Mm-hmm. And I did view Endgame as the end of an era. That was the end of the Infinity Saga. So now that we're kind of meandering a bit, I don't I don't feel as upset because that ending was so grand, mm-hmm. and I do feel like we're building towards something new. So I'm excited to see what what is next, and I've still I'm enjoying all this Marvel stuff. I do think that Thor Love and Ms. Marvel is definitely better than Thor Love and Thunder, if you ask me. Easily, I would say Thor is a bit better. I would agree. I mean, yeah, Ben would because he thinks Miss Marvel is the dumps. <laughs> guys, it's this. It's I don't know. For me, I I would just rather watch. That's the thing. Oh, Ms. rewatching, Marvel, rewatching. Was, yeah, I wouldn't want to watch Miss Marvel okay. and Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and Captain Marvel. I would say are the three MCU projects where I felt like I watched it and I got nothing out of it. You know, mm. I I felt like it was a waste of time watching it. Did you feel the same with Moon Knight? No. 
No? No, definitely not. I, 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 there was definitely, like, I would not mind seeing Moon Knight appear again. And I, there was a lot of that show that was actually really good. But those three, and not really what, what are your three? Actually, I missed it. Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, and Falcon and Winter Soldier. I felt like I watched those and I felt like I could skip them, you know? In, in an MCU, I definitely rewatch. throw Iron Man 2 in there. Come on. Yeah, but there's that lays the groundwork for a lot of Avengers stuff. And it introduces Black Widow, and like it gives Maybe. it gives a lot for Maybe. and Don Cheadle's first appearance as War Machine. We get the War Machine armor. That final battle in that um, kiosk, yeah, that two was, second final battle. Really I really like that final battle. So, it, I mean, it's definitely low on my MCU ranking, without a doubt. But I don't know those three projects. What if I really liked? I mean, even though you can skip What If. I really like that because of the mm-hmm. concepts that introduces. I like the Doctor Strange stuff in that. Yeah, those other three projects, I felt like I could watch them, and I could, I, I, I couldn't watch them, and I wouldn't miss anything. Speaking of what if, uh, real quick, in the credits of Miss Marvel, there's the silhouette of Miss Marvel of Kamala, Kamala Khan, and it's all starry with the eyes all white, mm-hmm. just like what we saw with the Watcher. And just like what we saw with, um, what's his name? Eternity. Mm. Is there anything with that, you guys think? I would highly doubt to the power levels that they have. I think it was probably just a safe bet would be that it's just a stylistic choice that they made. Very specific stylistic choice, though. That's true. Because she doesn't really have any powers that are... What would you think the connection would be? I guess her powers are cosmic. They said that a couple times. Yeah. Um, maybe they'll connect it somehow where the Watcher granted the powers to the mutants. Hmm. If it's cosmic powers, um, then I don't know about the Watcher, though. I'm so interested to see how they'll do mutants. Because we haven't seen the Watcher since What If, but he's a character that's canon in all timelines. Right. That'll be interesting to see. Cause because he's we beyond know the What If is getting a season two. Yeah. Like, that's for sure. So, I am actually really excited for that. Mm. Like, that's going to be epic. But anyway, yeah, let's talk about the future of the MCU. Next show is I Am Groot, is what I'm being yep, told. I'm I Groot, thought it was She-Hulk. I, I, no, no, I Am Groot is coming out a week before She-Hulk. Let's go. And I hear that the whole season is being dropped at the same time. So, five episodes. They're going to be shorts, so maybe 10 to 20 minutes each. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it'll be another another show. Uh, and then we have She-Hulk, and we have okay. uh, Andor's in there, Bad Batch. Well, let's talk about yeah, yeah. I, I'm Marvel. just going through yeah. my calendar right now, and then the next one would be we have the we have X Men '97 somewhere, we have Echo, we have uh, Guardians Holiday Special. That should be this holiday. That we should do not be 2020 forever. What kind of forever? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Those are movies. Yeah. Did you see the leaked stuff for Wakanda Forever? No, we were in Alaska for ten days. I haven't seen anything. All right, then I will not say anything because if it's true, I don't want you guys to. I can't believe you guys haven't seen that yet. That that was huge. Is it hype? It's hype. It's big time hype. Mm. Like if it's true, Wakanda Forever is my next big if true. Like. My next most anticipated deal. So yeah, for the end of the year, uh, we only have. I'm pretty sure we have four. I am Groot, She-Hulk, Wakanda Forever, which probably is going to get pushed back, and Guardians. Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. So we have three three things left that are Marvel. And I don't know what the deal is with Werewolf by Night Halloween Special, if that is in fact going to release this year, because there's been nothing about. Oh, and Secret Wars, right? Secret Wars not going to happen this year. Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion, Secret that's invasion, right, that's, that's right. right. Secret Invasion is not going to happen this year, I guarantee I think early 2023 is what I've heard. Secret Invasion we will find out could benefit so much from it being a show. Every mm-hmm. week you have a new scroll introduced, you know? Every week there's a reason to tune in, you know? I feel like the show formula works well with that. I just don't think the Marvel Universe is, like, big enough yet to do this story. I was thinking about that today. We still haven't introduced Fantastic Four or X-Men for this story, you know, and a comic run has everything, you know. I don't want this to be a Civil War situation where you can only have, like, six on six. I want it to be huge and sprawling, and I know that's pretty impossible, but why not make it an animation deal? I don't know. 
I'm yeah. still really excited. Uh, things we need release dates for. We still need release dates for Guardians, X-Men 97, Echo, um, Venom 3, but that's a Sony thing, so we won't get that this weekend. Uh, Secret Invasion, Deadpool 3, Iron Heart, and Fantastic Four. Those I, are our yeah. only confirmed... Uh, Oh, and there's there's a there? couple other shows like Armor Wars. Uh, there's a Wakanda series. There's Captain America 4, Loki 2, What If 2, Agatha House of Harkness, Spider-Man Freshman Year, Marvel Zombies, and Shang-Chi 2. So those are all of our Star Wars shows out there. Marvel shows. I mean, Mar Marvel, Marvel. Holy like catfish, man. That's a so, lot. So, yeah, we have like 15 confirmed uh, Marvel properties coming up that don't have release dates. Wow. I would assume that a lot is going to be I, – I think this San Diego Comic-Con is going to be one of those Kevin Feige gets up on the big stage and has all the dates up there, and then he goes one by one and reveals each one. I love yeah. those ones. Those That's always the most hype when he goes up there and reveals the dates with the projects. You know, I love that so much. It's hype. So that's going to be in two days, though. But out of all the shows that's coming out, which one would you say you're the most hype for, Ethan? Um, Echo, come on. Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio coming back. Obviously, of unannounced stuff. It's the Daredevil season four. But, I mean, yeah, Echo right now. That's what I'm, I'm pumped for. And I think uh, X-Men 97 is a little slept on. I think that, that has potential. I wish I had the stamina to watch that show, like the five seasons of that thing. But I tried watching it, and I was like, ugh. I don't know if I can do this, man. I don't know if it has the rewatchability of a Clone Wars or Last Airbender. But I really want to, you know? Because they're doing stuff with that. I feel like they're going to do stuff with that. And I feel like being a fan of that is going to pay off. But, yeah, I, I think that's going to be a really good show. Micah, what show are you most hyped for? Um, Well, I'm surprised... Ethan didn't say She-Hulk because there's still a possibility that Charlie Cox Daredevil could but, be in that, But he's too. confirmed. He's confirmed for Echo? Echo? Yeah. True, wow. true, true. All right. I think I heard that somewhere. Um, I'm I'm interested to see what I Am Groot is. Really? Like, I know, Out of everything. I know it's... I okay. feel like with Miss Marvel, it surprised me. Uh, I didn't think it'd be that, you know, um, as good as it was. Not that it was, like, the best show ever, but it... It was better than what I thought it was. And I Am Groot, is it directed by James Gunn? I don't think I'm, it is. Oh, I thought it was. I'm not so sure about that. I Am Groot, one credit for voicing, and it's Vin Diesel. <laughs> Vin Diesel, man. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for I Am Groot. We'll see what it is. One thing at a time, right? One thing at a time. <laughs> so that's Micah's most hype project. project. Next most hype project of 2022 i am groot <laughs> well if the leaks are to be believed wakanda forever is my most anticipated project without right. a doubt mm. do you guys care oh wait are we keeping to 2022 because there was some 2023 stuff that i'm excited oh, for miss i said I'm excited echo. For the marvels. Even, uh, echo's not coming out this year yeah no yeah, i'm excited for the marvels then we'll say that or guardians 3 we'll say guardians 3 because okay, i love okay. guardians all right that's that's a good pick yeah that's that's uh star wars day next year so we gotta wait quite a while yeah, that's true, man. But the Marvels is coming out. That's the next movie I'm hyped for. Do you guys care if I say anything about the Wakanda Forever deal? Go for it. Go for it. I don't want to say it. If I, I mean, you'll probably see it at some point or hear about it because I'm surprised Phase Zero hasn't. Seen How did it leak? It was. They don't cover it was spoilers. The same. It was the same deal of the Professor X leak from Multiverse of Madness. So I don't know if you want to know this. I'm surprised you haven't heard it yet. But it was like the same type of deal where the concept art for Professor X versus Scarlet Witch and Multiverse of Madness was leaked. Same deal. Hmm. So I don't know if I want to say it, but from what I saw, if it turns out to be legit, Whoa. Wakanda Forever is what I'm most hyped for. All right. We'll keep, keep it at that. that. Yeah. We'll keep it at that. Yeah, yeah, if yeah, it we'll becomes more mainstream and Ethan and I both find out about it, then maybe we'll uh... – will inquire indeed indeed but i i think that does it guys unless unless we've got anything else to say this has been miss marvel and the future of the mcu which is just gonna keep getting bigger in two days you know yeah we There's got a lot of stuff next year too a lot of stuff yeah a lot of stuff next month not hmm. august actually but august and september ending of august, august september some breathing room lord of the rings rings of power just had their first main trailer 
which looks infinitely better than anything we've seen before. Oh, that's good. So I'm really, really excited. We've seen a Sildor, a Lendil, Celeborn, Celebrimbor, Kel, uh, Gilgalad, Elrond. Dude, there's a lot of epic characters that were shown in that trailer. So it's going to be pretty epic. I'm more hyped for that show than I ever am. Andor's going to be great, I feel like. And She-Hulk, those three shows are coming out and premiering. We're going to have all three of those shows at the same time. So <laughs> it's going to be a very, very um, packed fall. It's going to be marvelous. It's going to be marvelous. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, this has been the Miss Marvel Podcast. I am Ben Rayside. I'm Ethan Wetzlaw. I'm Micah Head. And we all hope you have an absolutely fantastic day.